Welcome to 5-Minute Real Estate Investing. Each day, we'll share one specific tip for active real estate investors or passive LPs in 5 minutes or less. Here's your host, Sean O'Dowd, Managing Director of Scholastic Capital. Good morning. We're here today talking about underwriting, specifically the relationship between underwriting interest rates and underwriting forecasted rent. Now, this is incredibly important than the day that I'm recording this because we're uh, mid-fall 2023. Interest rates are uh, have been rapidly rising, and there's there's reason to believe they might continue to rise. Jerome Powell, the Fed Fed chairman, seems to uh, have indicated that rates could continue to rise. So. Everyone in the real estate space is thinking about how do we forecast interest rates. I'm here to tell you, and at least share my perspective, that I think forecasting interest rates is significantly less important than forecasting rent is, specifically for residential and specifically for single-family rental, which is my expertise. Now, why that matters is on the single-family residential side, you can get 30-year debt on your portfolio. What that means is your interest rate expense is amortized over more months. So if we look at it solely from a snapshot basis from one specific month, the difference between a rate being 6.75% versus being 6.85% is exceptionally negligible on a month-to-month basis. We're talking about 10 bucks here or there. It's not a significant swing. However, forecasting rent correctly is a very significant swing. If you are off by rent by a function of what's very frequently say $100, um, because most rent in this country is a little bit over $2,000 a month, um, being off by $100 would be about 5% out of that $2,000. Um, if you're off on your rental forecast by that 100 bucks, that is literally 10 times more powerful and 10 times larger of a swing to your underwriting than the interest rate. Let me explain how I got there. If we're looking at the interest rate over the 30-year amortization, again, remember, rates going up a little bit could be an impact of maybe 10 bucks a month. It's not that big of a deal. But if you're wrong by your rent by $100 a month in one, either in the positive or negative direction, that's $100 a month impact, not a $10 a month impact. For that reason, I firmly believe that real estate investors spend way too much time getting comfortable with what they think the rate is going to be, which again, granted, it is very important and is something you absolutely need to have in your underwriting model. But I think the rent is substantially more important and real estate investors as a, as a whole, real estate fund managers as a whole, are categorically not spending enough time on figuring out exactly what rent should be and what seasonal swings to rent look like. If it were me and you were running a real estate fund, you were about to buy your first, second, third, 10th real estate investment property, I would spend way more time than you think necessary on the rent. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back tomorrow with another episode. In the interim, if there's anything I can do to help you, please feel free to reach out. My area of expertise slash where I'm most able to help concentrates on residential real estate and strategy. I'm the managing director of Scholastic Capital, a real estate fund that buys single family homes in highly elite school districts and then rents those homes to tenants on three plus year leases. I began my career at Boston Consulting Group, 
also known as BCG, and graduated with honors from the Wharton School. If there's anything I can do to help you, please feel free to reach out. And if not, I'll see you tomorrow.